Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. So, big 45 minutes ahead then around the country. Good opening half, certainly at Fir Park. Lots of talking points. A goal uh, for Aberdeen. Good first half at McDermott Park. A goal apiece. Uh, any signs of changes at the break? Andrew McLean, I think Johnny Hayes, I, I, I take it he, he's gone off. Was he replaced before the break or did they wait until the interval? Uh, they just waited. The only action after Johnny Hayes went off was the Kevin Van Veen free kick, which hit the post. Motherwell still had Mark O'Hara off at that point, who was waiting to come on. Uh, but the teams haven't emerged for the second half yet because a bit of time was added on just because of uh, that injury and there was a bit of pushing and shoving. But you would expect Johnny Hayes really didn't look comfortable at all. The stretcher came on for him, but he was actually helped off by two Aberdeen officials instead but you really couldn't put any weight on one of his legs whatsoever so I'd be extremely surprised if he comes out for the second half and Kevin Van Veen as well I mean he played for most of the game really with a shoulder injury it was a collision with Joe Lewis Joe Lewis sort of diving in low gathering the ball at his feet Kevin Van Veen went down looked as if he landed awkwardly on his shoulder and he just hasn't really looked the same since he's, he's been quite hesitant he's not really done as much running and every time there's a break in play or when the ball's been away from him he's been holding his arm he's been holding his shoulder and not long before half time about five minutes beforehand he went up for an aerial challenge and after that he really looked to be struggling again almost uh, went down to sit down as if he was ready to come off but powered through but I'd be very surprised if he comes out for the second half as well Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. Second half's getting underway then up and down the country. I think we were a bit behind at Fir Park finishing that first half, but certainly underway again at McDermott Park at the Tony Macaroni. I have to say, uh, Mark Wilson will be hoping for a bit more between Hibs, Ross County and Livy St Mirren in the second half. Yeah, that's surprising that there's been very little goal-mouth action in those games, especially the Hibs-Ross County one. You know, the the players on offer at that game alone, you would have thought it would have been entertaining. So the guys at that game looking for more action, they must be getting bored. Fraser's always seems to be in and around that kind of no, boring no, fixture. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a favourite. Boring person, boring fixture, boring game. Uh, but I'm hoping <laughs> that he gets some goals this afternoon. Obviously, David Freel, he'll be too busy writing all my Australian... Um, career out He seems to find out Everything I've done in Melbourne um, Livingston St Man, I'll be a tight game I think it'll be a goal That'll settle out. Alex Ray Yes Alex it's worth repeating Because you would have missed this On Thursday night <laughs> yeah. Have you any idea What he's talking about No I was too busy Grafting on Thursday night mm. Right David Friel Has dug up a, I think it's a newspaper Or a magazine <laughs> cutting From Australia In the late 80s Do you want me to read it to you Please do so it's got three different pl- uh, three different players here. It's a sort of thumbs up, thumbs down feature. <laughs> oh, no. Someone called someone called Peter Thorne, who I've never heard of. Someone called uh, Heidelberg, never really heard of him either. Uh, Maybe some sort of anyway. The middle one says Gordon DL, impatient striker, and it then says. He arrived from Scotland with a terrific scoring record in the first division with Wraith. South Melbourne used him as a substitute twice, but he failed to turn up for training and didn't contact the coach about his absence in the third week. He sought a quick return to Scotland from the club, expecting to walk into a side which is playing well is hardly fair play. A big thumbs down to players who think Australian soccer is still so far behind that it's only a matter of turning up to play. 
I'm not surprised Gordon He thinks he's above his station He comes in here week after week Telling us how good he is And he gets sent packing I, 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 I Thumbs up. down Listen I, no, I like I, the bit that says a big thumbs down So it's not even a thumbs down It's a big <laughs> one Because you were that bad I was actually in one of the papers Have you seen this guy I, I, I disappeared because of um, It wasn't the fact of uh, I, I think I played a couple of games I'm, I don't think it was just two substitutes um, And I decided that you know, with my reputation, I deserve to be playing. Uh, they've got post- <laughs> That's the problem. Hold on a minute. Yeah, exactly they've got Postacoglu playing in midfield. He was not very good. You've got I to he was play. Well, oh, they put him in midfield for the first game, I think. Um, and I thought, who's this guy? And I'm sitting there on the bench. You've got to. You've got to start me. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't fly me from one end of the world to the other and then not start me. I ended up. Uh, Did he lose his job soon after the match? Oh, he was out. He was terrible. Uh, I had a fantastic time in Melbourne, I've got to say. A great time. Uh, Hamonaki's Hamonaki's just took the lead there over Morton. Lewis Spence with the goal. Listen, Gordon Dale, if Aaron Ramsey can sit on the Rangers bench, you can sit on the South Melbourne bench, believe me. Standards, Gordon. Um, I just I just thought that <laughs> yeah, I was in fire as well. I'd been, I think I scored 35 goals that season. I'm over yeah, there. For Wraith. Yeah. With no disrespect, it wasn't Real Madrid you signed from. No, exactly. <laughs> but I was in fire. I was a goal scoring machine. You've got to get me in and get Why me. Why did you go to Australia, Daz? Was it a financial? Uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good little learner. Uh, but I ended up <laughs> 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 football mercenary for, for the minute. Put it this way: for the minutes I played, uh, it was a very good learner. But I ended up. I had a lovely, lovely time in in Melbourne and David Friel once again. You can never hide your past, can you? The posty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that you have been slammed by an Australian newspaper. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, it was uh, honestly, it was terrible. I just had a fantastic time. What happened? Uh, just quite. How, how long were you there for? Let's get it. Right. Eight weeks. What happened was I walked outside my hotel and I heard somebody shout my name, and it was someone I knew from back home. And he says, "Right, you're out of the hotel. You're moving in with me." And that was a big, big mistake. And uh, my football sort of played second Suffered, best. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good times. I met George Best. I was at uh, I was at a function with Bestie and uh, Puskas. Um, yes. So that was a good. T- that was a good three. Well, funnily enough, right? I feel like we should just we should call this section the the Gordon DL lie section of the show because we're trying to tie up all your loose ends, all the the wee fibs that you tell. Yeah. And have you noticed? The buzz around Natalie and Brulia in the last week because obviously she she won the masked singer, didn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Um, and oh, do you know what? I, I was really looking forward to this, but we're going to have to wait because we've got a goal. Oh. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com, and it's for Hibs, and it comes from Jake Doyle Hayes. Hibs won Ross County. No, we promised you it was a big day in that battle for fourth. Aberdeen are going to gain on Motherwell, so are Hibs, uh, because they are both in front at the moment. So unless things change, I should say it was a shot from 25 yards. Hit it well. The goalkeeper probably should have done better, though. But I don't think Sean Maloney will care. Jake Doyle Hayes has Hibs one up on Ross County. He's not a bad player. I quite like this yeah. guy. You know, it's a good addition. He's good on the ball. Obviously, got the breakthrough today, and I think that'd be a real relief to everyone associated to uh, Hibs. And more so than uh, Maloney Big day yeah Especially yeah. with it being at Easter Road And uh, I know he got a good result in the cup last week But Sean needs a result yes. today But I've got to say Ross County yeah. Tend to score their goals late You fancy him? 
I fancy a draw, yeah. All right, okay. So anyway, enough about uh, Jake Doyle Hayes because as I was saying, so Natalie Imbruglia, right? She's won the Mass Singer. Was she on Graham Norton or something last night? Yes, she I think was. She, yes, she was. Um, hope the she's been doing up. all the she's she's been doing all the the big TV appearances because of the victory, and every time she does. Fans of this show are tweeting the Graham Norton show. They're tweeting all the big shows out there and saying, "Ask her if she opened a charity shop in Kirkcaldy with '90s footballer Gordon I Do you know? I I just wish someone uh, would verify that story because it is absolutely true. There's no it's, way that's true. It's a hundred percent true, Mark. I'm telling you now. It's a hundred percent true. Uh, she wasn't the big news. She wasn't the great star she is now. She came from neighbours. She came over to Kirkcaldy. I asked to uh, I was asked to open my shop, a charity shop, and she turned up and it was it was a good day. Anyway, the big news from Fur Park. Johnny Hayes is back out for the second half. Yeah. Uh, he was about to get stretchered off in the first half. Uh Kevin Van Veen's shoulder is okay for the meantime as well. They're both back out to play. That's that's a strange one because you think at half time things are more likely to seize up when you go back in the dressing room. Johnny Hayes was limping heavily at the end of the half and you saw Jim Goodwin go over to him, mm-hmm. have a word with him, he kind of ruffled his hair and walked away and I thought, well, that's the end of his afternoon. But they've worked on him through half time and he's back out there. So. I'm, su- I'm surprised at that, Mark. Yeah. I really am. Like you and obviously Andrew's at Fur Park watching it live, I thought that the two players wouldn't uh, come back out for yeah. the second half. I'll tell you what, it's a late start to the second half. Ten past four. Uh, let's take a look at the second half teaser. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I've played alongside Canu, Loic Remy and Jamie Ness. I've been managed by Derek Adams and Shota Advarardze. I've played for 14 clubs so far, including four in Scotland, and lost my only cup final I played in Scotland. Who am I? So I've played alongside Canu, Loic Remy and Jamie Ness. I've been managed by Derek Adams and Shota Advarardze. I don't know why I added in a couple of eyes in there. I've played, for, <laughs> I've played for 14 clubs so far, including four in Scotland, and lost my only cup final I played in Scotland. Who am I? Okay, who am I? Send it over to at Clyde SSB, but we've got another goal. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Livingston 1, St Mirren nil, and it's the main man for goals this season it's Bruce Anderson life after Jim Goodwin not going to plan for St Mirren Nicky Devlin with the cross Anderson hits the post it then comes back off the woodwork hits him on the back and goes into the net he knew nothing about it but they all count and it is 1-0 to Livy He's been an absolutely Brilliant. tremendous addition uh, you know your boy kind of moved about a little bit a couple of loan moves He's come into a, an environment where he's absolutely flourishing and, uh, you know, he, they'll be delighted. It's, again, it's another good uh, addition by David Martindale. You know, when they, they, they lose players year on year. I think they've got guys that are scoring goals. Uh, Forrest, for instance, is an R1. Yes. When Gordon said, that, you know, he scored again, I thought he was going to say Forrest. But Anderson has been a real good signing. But Dave Martindale can pick out a player. That's one thing you've got to say as a manager. He knows his players. He, he loses his best players season in, season out. And he just goes and replaces them. And he gives people an opportunity. They play a system. Do it very well. Yep. We've got another goal. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com. And it's for 
St Johnston. They've taken the lead again against third place Hearts. St Johnston now 2-1 up against the Jambos. It's a header this time from Jamie McCart. They scored early in the first half. They've now scored relatively early in the second. And uh, maybe there's a bit of life left in St Johnston yet. St Johnston 2, Hearts 1. Massive. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's actually It's sickening When he actually celebrates lucky now and again A goal like honest. he scored Or played any part I, Because I, I, he predicted I, I, it know what I do guys While you are, are, are talking I listen to the guys at Dave Galloway for instance At the the Perth at McDermott Park talking about the pitch And St Johnston need this as well I just fancied them this afternoon To go and get three points <laughs> No listen Clearly the, the environment up there Have to suit them But they have to get back to winning ways uh, somewhere along the it'd line, be some re- it'd be some result and uh, be a poor result yeah. for Hearts. It would mean Dundee would be bottom of the table as well. You're right. I mean, St Johnson needs something to kickstart them right away. Now they're running out of games uh, today. Could be the big opportunity for them if they hold on to that. Then it's something to build on because every time they take a step forward, it seems that teams run about them win and they take a couple back. So a big couple of weeks ahead for Calum Davidson. And, uh, and, and Hearts, you you look at Hearts formed at home to Dundee, lost. They got through uh, the cup tie against Livingston and penalty kicks, and they're now in McDermott Park behind, so there's a bit of work to be done by the Tynecastle Club. Yeah, interesting start to the second half then. St Johnson leading Hearts by 2 to 1. Hibs have gone up, 1 up on Ross County. Livy have gone 1 up on St Mirren, and Aberdeen remain 1 up at Motherwell. So all our four Premiership games have got a goal in them now, and uh, we are up and running for sure in the second half so looking forward to seeing how these ones unfold very quick reminder Mark Wilson just gave you the full time teaser so if you want to see that written down it is a lot of information go to the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB and that's where you send your answer to as well uh, any clues in the studio yet you two how are you faring don't say it out loud no no I'm, no, str- no I'm struggling well, no. just now Gordon yeah I'm just waiting to hear him reading it out again so I could maybe pick up a few clues <laughs> oh I'll take it a few as <laughs> in the Arvillardi um, Daz you've done alright in the yeah the, the first half one you got half them yeah. okay. Alex pretty quiet this nah, afternoon I was quiet I was too busy concentrating on the game but what I will say is Aberdeen should have doubled the lead there Mark you know, lovely play down the left hand side we mentioned Johnny Hayes skips past three players lovely ball to the edge of the box and the boy just does not connect at all what about Easy McGabby's attempt at tackling Johnny Hayes he runs from about 10 yards to oh, slide in and Johnny Hayes just knocks it past him he's lucky didn't he catch Johnny Hayes but you're right it was a good chance for Aberdeen Uh, It's that time of the year, the closer we get to that match with Ukraine, we keep an extra eye uh, on the Scottish players down south. Stuart Armstrong has put Southampton one up against Everton, so we'll take that, thank you very much. Good to see them getting into good form uh, ahead of that one. You could add Ryan Jack into that mix, who obviously had a wonderful midweek as well. Uh, So yeah, bring it on if... Well, when is that Gordon? He doesn't get in the way of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, March. March. Uh, March. March. I just told you earlier on. Uh, late March. Oh, sorry. sorry, yeah, March. sorry. We were, oh, so you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. 26th of March. Yeah. 24th, yeah. 24th uh, of March. Yeah, yeah. But we, we were actually talking about a concert me and Mark might be frequenting on the 26th. Did you, did you <laughs> not exactly. You're too old. You're too old. No. I was a bit disappointed because he invited you to the box and completely left me out. No, 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 no. It's, it's all to do with a uh, particular style Mu- of music. Musical it's taste. not you. You're getting back to Joe Longthorn, my man. Gordon, I like, I like Gordon, boy you missed. Newcastle. You like missed. What's his name then? Uh, Sam. Sam what? Sam, um, <laughs> for Newcastle. <laughs> Sam he's good. He's a good <laughs> Gordon, you missed uh, Daz's musical taste earlier when Alex had mentioned the great 
um, David Bowie and how good he was Daz I'm not a fan and he went into some of the, <laughs> some of the people that he likes and goes to see atrocious, oh, oh, terrible terrible so. by the way I'm just looking yeah, past he, you he dude, really is. I'm just looking past so you. hold on well, so what's happening who, who are you two going to see that oh, he no, hasn't no, ever we're, heard we're of? not going to tell you until he comes up with a no yeah, you're giving me something to read out no um, so, uh, Fernal yes. what's he saying <laughs> Sam Fernal or something I, I, I'm sure they mentioned that. I, I, I'm right with the first one, in a Sam. Yes, this is the, are, this yeah. is where this is where you're getting mixed up. A ferno is a local delicacy in Motherwell, Gordon. That only mean that only that only means something to people from our neck of the woods. No, That's no. something you buy out the sandwich shop. Yeah, that seriously, is Gordon. I've got to say, I was hot. The two of them are sitting there. I'm sitting in the middle. They're inviting well. I'm going to make it worse. I'm, I'm going to make it worse for you because if you two are going, stick me down for that as well. I I, I want to go to that, but leave him out. <laughs> he, he doesn't need to be there. <laughs> I'm a okay. bit disappointed. Oh, right, stick me down. You as well. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah, it's too too up shameful for you. Sunderland of Can we just moan and leave after two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. equalised and it's Ross Stewart again. Nineteenth goal of the season. He's having a good time, Dazzler. Yeah, he's well, playing very well. Scotland squad. Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. You never know. What's his nickname again? I was on beat the pundit. What did they call the, him? Down? Uh, Loch, Ness. Loch Ness Drogba. That's it. that's the one. That's a great nickname. <laughs> Do you know what? I was just thinking of uh, you two. I heard you laughing there, and something just sparked off in my memory. The moment of the week, right? Forget Rangers scoring four. <laughs> do, you, do you know what's coming here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. I think all right. We had one of the weirdest moments ever in my time in Super Scoreboard because lots of funny things happen on this show. It could be that a yeah. caller phones in and says something really funny, like a really witty joke. Uh, you lot have your moments, Gordon DL. You'll maybe make a, a mistake on Beat the Pundit and it'll be pretty funny. But we, we had one on Thursday that I, ca- I just can't explain. I don't really know why it was funny. And I keep listening to it back over and over again as if something else is going to happen, as if it's going to suddenly dawn on me. I just can't explain why it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> Producer Callum, I'm hoping you can help me out here. Just remind us of this. I thought uh, Bruce Dortmund should be one up with that header. And obviously we got away with that one, but before that, Barisic should have passed the ball to Barrios and we should have been female up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone's allowed to... Uh... <laughs> Everyone's allowed to get carried away. Um, don't really know how to top that. <laughs> oh, you can't top that. End the show just Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mark Wilson now Let's speak to Stephen Who's a Rangers fan oh, why, oh. why Why is that so funny I right? Because I, I, I just can't explain it Look it's just a guy laughing And he's got a bit of a funny laugh But it's brilliant It's absolutely brilliant <laughs> You know what It was just because It was so out of context He came on and made some Good points He threw that in But he just burst out With that ridiculous laugh And then apologised And then disappeared <laughs> Daz, honestly, I've seen Daz laugh a number of times over the years in this show. Daz to the left of me was gone. He was crying with laughter. It was brilliant. What's worse about this, I was, as I am today, doing the show from home, right? So I'm sitting in my bedroom, in my pants. That's true, true, by the way. Uh, Sorry if anyone's eating their lunch. And... um, I, I, I just weird. Just trying to imagine you two in the studio. I can, I can hear how much you're laughing, but I'm trying to regain some composure. Callum, just give us that laugh again a couple of times. Timmy should have been female up. Timmy should have been female up. 
<laughs> Send by when he says so. <laughs> Once more. Once more. Come on, one more time. To me, should have been three now up. <laughs> Honestly, I just and the the amount of people that keep sending me it and retweeting it. Collins just sent me a message right here, uh, saying that he's listened to it over a hundred times, <laughs> and it's just so funny. I just I keep playing it back. So Scott and Knights was it Scott and Knightswood? Stephen, Stephen and Knightswood. Scott yeah, and Knightswood. Yeah. Uh, thank you because you absolutely cheered me up during the week. That was. It was magnificent. I don't think you meant it, by the way. Um, but yeah, yeah I was. I was brilliant. Just when you don't expect. That's why the show's so brilliant. When yeah. you don't expect something, something and up. something pops up, and because we're live, uh, we can't oh. control ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we're so very was, unprofessional. Yeah, I won't be there, but it was brilliant. Kyle Lafferty, Dazzler, just. Three. Uh, Three Wrapped nil. up the points you'd say against Rave Rovers 3-0 now Yeah, big result for them Puts a bit of pressure on a broth Are they, are they still 0-0 at Cooney South today? So, um, yeah, that's a, that'll be a good result for um, Kilmarnock It'll not be a good result for Kenny Miller He'll not be happy 2-0 down for Cove And Inverness are 2-0 down here What a big result that is for your old team, Dazzler Oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> wakey, wakey. Um, it's a, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll congratulate Look where it is Exactly. Look where it is, Gordon. I was just going it's, to say it's that. the scene. It's the scene of the infamous oh, police escort yeah. out the stadium. I, I, I got a police escort out no, in Inverness. Honestly, no, no, no. yeah, I was in the dressing room. We were playing the Scottish Cup. Impersonating we a player. We were three 0 up at half time, and the final whistle went. We were four three down, and we were out. We were out <laughs> the cup. I don't know what happened the second half. Uh, they just didn't listen to instructions. And the policeman chapped to the dressing room door and says, Mr. DLM, I think it's best if we walk you to the team bus. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And I walked out there and the fans were all. Oh. You take big, that big a crowd up there? Oh, there's, there's a couple Two buses. Two, yeah. two, buses. two buses. No, no. I was, uh, there were a decent. Uh, I would have loved to have seen that. If anyone's getting any footage, please tweet that and to and see you, you getting escorted it. And the following week, uh, they put a campaign out, right? So when I come out, we were playing <laughs> at home. Yeah, when we were at home, I think we were playing St. Man, I'm not too sure. But we were at home and I walked out and they all uh, had red cards uh, yep. held up. <laughs> <laughs> but they wanted me sent off, they wanted the red cards, they wanted me out. And that following, that season, that was when I went to the cup final and semi final. I didn't see the red cards then. Uh, who had the last laugh? Exactly. Andre Kinchelskis had the last laugh. That's who. <laughs> no, anyway. no, that, was, that was another one. That was the Scottish Cup semi final. Look, don't let your accuracy get in the way of my average joke, right? Just right. let it let wash it go. over and we'll, we'll carry on. Uh, you know, Hearts are in trouble when they've turned to Andy Halliday to come on and save the day. He's come on Woodburn, GMS, and Halliday all on for Janelli, Cochrane, and Devlin. So Robbie Nielsen is not happy. Jay Henderson's come on for St Mirren to replace Alex Gogic as well. So <coughs> we're at that. Magic stage in the game between 60 and 70 minutes when the managers start to make changes. Daz has got the teaser, Gordon. He's got no that. Way. Yeah, he, he just ah, gave me no a, a slight Wait. nudge there. Did you just see him looking at his phone? I never looked at my phone. No, okay. He uses that phone for different things, not answers, but he has got it. Give me a wee bit of credit. Yes, very well done. He's worked well today. I've seen his working scribbling away beside me. Yep, thank you. What was the clue that, that sold it for you, Gordon? I don't want to give the clue because if I give the clue out, Gordon, everybody will get it. I'll give you it once Mark reads it out, I'll tell you where I got it from. Hearts are in a difficult moment as well, aren't they? This would, if they lose today, that would be no wins in five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, that's why I fancy The problem Saint is, though, they've got, they've got third place sewn up, don't they? Ten yeah. points. 
today or do they? Maybe there is life left in it. Let's do some wrong answers since you lot are speculating in the studio. Gore, Mark, remind us of the question, please. OK, I played alongside Canu, Locke Remy and Jamie Ness. I've been managed by Derek Adams and shot Art Vladze. I've played for 14 clubs so far, <laughs> including four in Scotland. And lost my only cup final, I played in Scotland. Who am I? I love the who am I, right? Because I'm just going to read out the, the, very, the first three. I'm not being selective about this at all. I'm going to read out the first three answers. Which just shows you how tough it can be Because these guys are all very different Right, you ready? First one from Greg's Gardens John Sutton <laughs> What? No No Second one from Paul Ford Russell Latipi No And the third one from Cole O'Halloran Georgie Nimzadze Oh, no Not Georgie Nimzadze There we go So it's none of them Bear says Is it Kyle Bartley? Nope Bungle says Is it Cal Naismith? No Bungle And Nicky Breslin says Is it Nico Cranchar? No 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 Okay Keep your guesses coming in please At Clyde SSB There is still time For you to get involved uh, Remember earlier on We were asking you What's the most Tone deaf thing That your club or players Have ever tweeted When have they annoyed you uh, <laughs> This is on The back of Christian Ramirez Tweeting about the Rangers result the other night The Aberdeen fans didn't quite like it This is more of a, a kind of serious one Than a funny one Do you remember Rio Ferdinand uh, A couple of years ago John Witherspoon sent it in <laughs> Rio Ferdinand tweeted Well you guys around the world Are out celebrating New Year Please spare a thought for me I'll be in a team hotel sleeping And someone replied Will you spare a thought For the rest of the country Struggling to make a living Well you're on 80k a week You oh, And then a couple oh, yeah. of nice wee sweary words mm. uh, I don't think At that goes end. down well, Gordon. The, the, the masses. Um, no, Stevie. I don't think this is. I don't think this was an actual tweet, but I think Stevie's sort of uh, surmising here and or, or, or joining together a few different thoughts. Stevie says that's us off to Dubai after losing the league. Lockdown two is happening, but we need this. Have a good one, says Stevie. Uh, so <laughs> I don't think that was quite a, a tweet from Celtic, but I get the I get the point uh, where he's going on that one. I'm sure Real uh, Fairman got done got? with another one. Did they know that he used to put on things he was working out in his garden and somebody'd it's <clears throat> he'd put something like a early morning workout at five AM, I'm sure, and somebody tweeted it's light outside, you know, it's dark at five AM or something and he got oh, so he got busted that way. Possibly. Very possibly. Apparently Andy McDee, I didn't know this, Joe Hart put job done on his Instagram when Spurs lost 3 0 in the Europa League. Um when he wow. was at Spurs, which is which is quite interesting. Um I'm not sure if there's any other hmm, context. Honesty. There. Yeah. Job done. Of, uh, <laughs> See you later. Don't mind that, yeah. <laughs> Tools down. Uh what else have we got? Uh, not my club, but this tweet from Falkirk was funny. Remember it? They said Ryan Christie shoots from range, and well, you know the rest because he hit a shot over the bar, but then he went and scored, didn't he? He banged that's one right, in from I range. That, yep. uh, a couple of minutes later, that's never good. You can't dive in like that. Um, no one has, no one has um, replied, giving me confirmation of if it was Inverness that had the brush with the the adult Twitter account, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, Oh, hold on a minute here. Hold on a minute. Fiona Laurie has sent in something that could change this show forever. Wow. Mm. I don't like to say this, but Gordon DL might be telling the truth. Ooh, About what? Natalie Imbruglia was in Scotland in May 1995. She appeared on the Saturday morning show Fully Booked. I worked on the show 
and I sorted her a taxi. I can't remember if it was to Kirkcaldy. Oh, we're oh. nearly there. Oh. Go, I'm a little late. Was <laughs> 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 that Nalim Bowie or something? That's what oh. she sang. When Sing she the rest up. of that song. I don't please, know any you and song lyrics do uh, not go hand in hand. I, d- I don't know any more of that. I was just, I don't even know how I come out of that. I can only apologise to the people that's listening. But well done, Fiona. Uh, there you go. Always tell the truth. <laughs> There's a lesson for you kids. <laughs> Hope you're listening to the man who never tells the truth. McNally and Brilliant, one of my friends uh, was in a nightclub with her one night and he was doing ra- relatively well and he says, I-, I love your music. And she says, What's your favourite song? And he'd locked Joe. Never listen to any <laughs> music. Oh, she, she walked off the dance floor, left him standing. <laughs> oh. uh, Matt Perry, I, I really was like, I like it when you can do f- your own team, you know, like Scottish teams that have embarrassed themselves or players, but I'll take examples from elsewhere. Matt Perry says that on transfer deadline day, about 10 pm, Leeds tweeted, Don't go to bed yet, then sold two players and signed no one. <laughs> says Matt. <laughs> Uh, the fans wouldn't be happy with that one So let's see if we can do more Wow, there's uh, more a big goal Scottish there Gordon, 4 for 1 up against Celtic Yeah, it is I mean, Celtic, mm. I think they're probably going to romp the league anyway, aren't they? Yeah um, But there we go Yeah, Matthew Aitken, 4 for 1, Celtic nil. Couple of changes for Motherwell Is it Gordon? Did I see, yeah, Woolery coming on And Lamy coming on So, effort off And uh, Solholm off as well So a few changes yeah. yeah A couple of changes There's not been much In the game Gordon You have to no, say No um, I think Aberdeen Have given up A few chances as well But the home side Desperately try to get back in But I've got to Hold on What was that noise That, that came noise you out just of you? made there? I don't know I'm going to like, I'm going to be honest, right? And I've, I've, I've <laughs> what do you have at that twenty first for dinner? Honest <laughs> night because I didn't sound good. I never done it. I no, I swear I didn't. Um, anyway, Callum Gordon, rewind that. <laughs> you can rewind that. Um, I swear. What I'm going to say is, as honest as I can, Gordon, I'm struggling to see the game. Long pole standing in front of me. I can't see over the top of them. No usually, you're, usually you're there, Gordon. I can see part of the screen, but long pole. <laughs> long long pole. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Callum. Producer Callum is certainly a bit taller than I am, so I have sympathy with you. Can he see anything? Yeah. Long pole. Well, I'll tell you what, Gordon, make sure you get ready for the replays because we've got a goal at Fur Park. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And it is a goal for Motherwell. A couple of efforts blocked, and then eventually Mark O'Hara taps home. Made a big difference coming back into the team last weekend. He stayed in today. And he has found the back of the net. It did take a couple of attempts at goal, but he's got there in the end. And it's Motherwell 1, Aberdeen 1. Well, I think Motherwell possibly deserve that because there's been nothing in this game apart from that goal in the first half. Two teams very, very even. And Graham Alexander signals down to the bench to make the changes and they've, they've probably got what they deserve out of this. So it sets up for an interesting 20-odd minutes left. Yeah, um, same as last week Aberdeen were in the lead Couldn't hold on to that lead Mother will put pressure on them Get back into the game um, It's good You've got oh. to say It's good play by Van Veen He's very strong there as a centre forward Wait a minute Can I just tell you something The centre half has got bullied Gallagher yeah. Oh my days Van Veen has just bullied him out of the way It's great striker play And you have play. to say it's a great save By the Aberdeen goalkeeper I think Lewis <laughs> And then on the follow up 
as you're looking at the young team in that far stand there going Tonto they always have a good time don't they but uh, Alex Wright that uh, match up between Van Veen and Declan Gallagher um, looking forward to it but he, the strength of him here he just holds him off and uh, it's poor defending is it Declan Gallagher yeah it's poor defending yeah but um, a good finish and it's uh, so it's safe with Lewis as well you know the, the rebound falls to motherwell player is the first ball a bit easy as well it goes all it's a long delivery straight to the chest of Woolery Johnny Hayes doesn't really bother getting close to him he's then got time to bring it down work his way in and get the shot off that's that's very soft from Aberdeen isn't it all round yeah absolutely as you say Gordon it's a, it's a direct ball you've got a, a chance to compete with that he brings it down far too easy but I have to say Declan Gallagher, international centre yeah, half, getting bullied last. <laughs> but but if you look at it from my mother's point of view, it was great striker play. He was strong. He held the d- defender off. He got his shot away. You said Julo is good, uh, good save. But uh, O'Hara there, um, you know, falling up to put the ball in the back of net. Mother will coming forward again. Yeah, I'm, so I'm really enjoying this. On. Sorry, God, I'm just I'm just saying I'm really enjoying this game. It's NTN stuff. Uh, Johnny Hayes has taken a knock and. Well, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that can happen to you. Uh, it brings tears to the to the eye oh dear. Uh, when that one happens. Uh, McLennan's come on for Montgomery for Aberdeen, so they've seen enough. They're going to try and shuffle the pack a bit as well. Adam Montgomery, not a vintage start to life at Pataudry, but he did set up the goal today, so much better uh, from him. A couple of changes for Hibs as well. James Scott and Dre right on. Kevin Nesbitt and Ewan Henderson off. Hibs fans not happy with the subs, Ooh. incidentally. Now, they are one up at the moment. Uh, Livy are one up, or are they? We've got a goal at the Tony Macaroni. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com And St Mirren, managerless St Mirren, have equalised. It's Greg Kelty been in great form since the turn of the year, made the departure of Jamie McGrath much easier to swallow for the St Mirren fans. A low shot from Kelty, it finds the net and it's Livy 1, St Mirren 1. Well, fair, fair play to them. I mean, going there managerless, Jamie Langfield in charge, Mike you know, Manus? up against it. Is Alan McManus not involved in that as well? Yeah, I think yeah, so, Alan yeah, yeah, yeah. But stuff. up against it today because a lot of disruption at the club, hard place to go as well, and they're hanging in there so. Yeah, good result that would be for them this afternoon if it stays that way. Yeah, Brad Mackay sent off for Falkirk as well. Full plate. Yeah, tough afternoon for Falkirk. Getting tougher, you have to say, Cove Rangers. Uh, leading that division for a reason. Uh, keep your answers coming in on that teaser. Reminders of the question mark. Okay. Yep, I've played alongside Canu, Lloyd Remy and Jamie Ness. <laughs> I've been managed by Derek Adams and Shaw Arvaladze. I've played for 14 clubs so far, including four in Scotland and lost my only cup final. I played in Scotland. Who am I? Uh, mm. Double change quickly for St Johnston. Nadir Chiefchi and uh, Jacob Butterfield have come on. Callum Hendry and Ali Crawford going off there. Uh, so let me just quickly check in. We'll do some more wrong answers, Mark. See who okay. people are suggesting there. There are some, some great attempts, some hit the post, some bad ones. Uh, FM says, is it Francis Jeffers? No. No, no. Michael Donati says, is it Effie Ambrose? No. Kevin Maguire wants to throw Philippe Senderos into the mix. No. No, it's none of them. And Mark Gavin says, Greg Wilde. No, not Greg Wilde. Okay, we've got another goal at Easter Road. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Now, the Hibs fans were not happy with those substitutions from Sean Maloney, but they've paid off. It's Hibs 2, Ross County 0, and it's Jake Doyle-Hayes 
with his second. You'll remember the last league game or one of the, the previous league games at Easter Road. He sold the jerseys for want of a better expression, but he has had a much more positive impact. This one, a chest and volley from 25 yards. A wonderful goal from Jake Doyle-Hayes and Hibbs lead Ross County by two goals to nil. Yep, it's a good response from Jake Doyle-Hayes because you're right, Gordon, he gave the ball away to Ronan that, that game against Mirren and he ran in to score the winner and it's what Sean needed. I think that's game over, points in the bag and well deserved. Yeah, I can't see Ross County come back from that and if the results stay the same then Hibs leapfrog St Mirren in its sixth place so that could be a good afternoon for the Easter Roadside. Yeah, good good uh, response by uh, Hibs to go two up. As I said earlier, I like the boy Doyle-Hayes. He's doubled the lead When you look at this week The start of this week The pressure Sean Maloney Wouldn't want to go to Arbroath It's a It's a banana skin And he could be under severe pressure Well they went there They went behind But his team showed character Got back in it And that They followed it up today With a professional performance And good result Can, can they not go up to fourth place uh, Hibs today yes. On the back of that yeah Five Well five different teams can So yeah. let mm-hmm. me quickly um, Figure it out Because Well Livy are being held Aberdeen are being held uh, and Motherwell are, are drawing as well. Fun, yeah. So, yes, I think that would be Hibbs up to fourth, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it looks that way, mate. So tight, anyway. All all the the goal difference permutations would would come into it and it'd be very tight. Dundee United would have a chance to do something tomorrow, of course. Uh, yeah, as it stands, Hibbs are fourth, uh, level on points with Motherwell, um, but with a, a much better goal difference. So, as it stands, if we don't see any other goals hit the back of the net today Hibs 4th Motherwell 5th both on 34 points then Dundee United St Mirren on 33 uh, Aberdeen and Livy 31 so extremely tight that could obviously all change uh, throughout the afternoon It's incredible what just a result can give you you know before they this, this start of play today Hibs sitting in 7th and as Gordon read out there could end up 4th tonight incredible how tight it is but that's that's why it makes it all the more amazing to me how managers are losing their job so quickly yeah, nowadays Steve, Stephen Glass would be an example well, of that surely exactly you know a result one result can change the total look of that league table that middle section of that league table and, and people are losing their livelihoods over that and uh too quick to pull the trigger then? On Stephen Glass? I just mean in general. Well, last week I thought he would get time. I don't think it's particularly worked well, but I thought he would have got a wee bit extra time because of that middle section of the table. I know it's a disappointment getting out the cup, but I thought, you know, give him another few weeks. So, who would be a manager? Do you get any winner in this game here at Aberdeen? Draw, draw all day long. Well, we said at the beginning, Jim uh, loves a draw for Park. He goes with St. Mirren. Yeah, but that's a different proposition because Aberdeen are ex- expectations are higher than St. Mirren's. Yeah, but I think, see, for your first game and you're just in the door, you go to Motherwell who put you out the cup last week. Uh, I'd be disappointed going a goal in front and then losing, obviously, uh, to get the equaliser. But I do believe that Jim would be quite happy to get his Aberdeen point, career yeah. off and running. Oh, it's made life a bit more difficult now for St Mirren. They might be level, uh, but it's former Motherwell defender Charles Dunn who's been sent off. Uh, I wonder if he just wants to quickly come round and join me in the living room like he did that night where you two were in here when we yeah. did the show from this this very room. Mm. Charles oh. Dunn came in, didn't he? Joined the show in the living room. Bit um, surreal. Daz was all over him as well, wasn't was he? Uh, weird, uh, wasn't uh, uh, you not all, um, all of them? I yeah. liked that night. It was a, it was a special night. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Have you had an invite back round since? No, no. The, the, good, good tea and good cakes in the, the Duncan household. Let me tell you, 
Oh, but that's the thing. I'm 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 struggling. Obviously, I'm I'm very much on my own uh, on this occasion, and I'm I'm actually struggling here. You lot have got the McGee's pies and whatever at half time. I am I'm toiling. I'm starving here, and I also haven't been able to get up off the couch to put the heating on because I'm a bit busy talking to the nation, <laughs> and uh, I'm freezing. <laughs> my feet are absolutely freezing. Gordon, can I ask you a question? Is your neighbour? It's actually... about fourteen degrees in here. Gordon, has your neighbour offered to bring any provisions round for you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have a wife, as you know, yeah, but, but the she's, thing is, your she's had to, she's had to depart um, and take my one-year-old away because four hours of super scoreboard with a one-year-old in the background. Oh, that would have uh, been good. Brilliant. That would have been um, good, Gordon. Gordon. You should have kept him in the house. Keeping away from them anyway. So yeah. don't let the Gordon yeah, knows all games. he has to do is pick up the phone, send that Wait text, and I'll be there. You don't have to do that. You need to put the hand out of friendship. No, no. Have no, he spoken to you yet? Um, who knows I'm thinking about him every day <laughs> <laughs> what a bad answer <laughs> you've always got these wee wee short answers that should make sense but they don't come in at your mouth it's <laughs> a very good way of putting it actually yeah. <laughs> oh god anyway we are missing you today G we are missing you because it does sound like chaos in there for yeah, what it's worth producer Callum's given us no encouragement he's not even smiled Gordon all day. you know what see at half time <laughs> yeah Daz just saying Daz was having a go at Callum because his, <laughs> his face wasn't smiley enough he was putting Daz off because he looked grumpy yeah he's in <laughs> a grumpy mood long pole no, he's not as happy as me yeah uh, who brought the biscuits today? Me Willow I tell you all the time you Gordon, you know on you. Ah, No family jealous. circles today from I, I was the playing the charity match this morning I was playing in the lead rugby charity match Very enjoyable So I had to leave at half time I hope they all enjoyed themselves Everyone that came along Was that high standard of biscuit? What did you go for? Oh it was beautiful yep. Empire. Empire biscuits Gordon The big ones ah, Yeah yeah. The, the extra large ones You've uh, Yes it was impressive You've, you've seen them before Lovely Daz, Daz turns up as usual with nothing. nothing. No, there's no even, not even coffee a coffee. Now. Somebody's. Oh, somebody, yeah, we're, we're not happy. Somebody's away with the coffee. I tell you what, tomorrow, six hours, you better bring something in. Oh, no, do you bring a coffee in and I'll bring a, some nice biscuits? How's that sound? And I'll bring myself. A half packet of family circle. Half <laughs> 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 eaten Yeah, family circle. Three so. sachets of coffee coming in. Beautiful. Anyway, I do have a glass of water next to me, and that will keep me going, I'm sure, uh, for, for the next what are we, an hour and 50 minutes. I can manage that, no problem. We've got the open line here as well at 5 o'clock, so get your thoughts ready and share them with the guys, whether it's today's football, tomorrow's football, or maybe even you've not quite got over Thursday night yet, which would be understandable. Pick up the phone in around 15 minutes' time and let us know 01419511025. I think in about... Two or three minutes, we'll round off the second half teaser. So again, get your last. Well, I'll tell you what, Gordon. One final clue from you. What was the of the clues that Mark Wilson gave? What was the one that sold it for you? And can I also point out I have mentioned this player on today's show? Yeah, no. Within the last ten minutes or so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the four clubs. That's the one that gave it away. And oh, I'm standing. Really, really hold detailed. on, hold on. I thought, I thought it was going to be a bit more and insightful. And I'm, than stand, that. I'm standing next to the man that we had. We've got a bet on. Remember this one? Oh, <laughs> now, now, now you've really given away. Honestly, oh. this guy is. It, you're as subtle as a sledgehammer Your first clue was rubbish there And then you've just gone too far the other way You better leave a bit of suspense <laughs> Gordon, I thought you were going fine uh, uh, In two minutes In two minutes There I'll you go, there you go. <laughs> A, a decent ma- crowd 
Decent crowd Easter Road 14,000 I'm never leaving this guy alone Ever again I was going to say Gordon I'm amazed he's kept his job In this show for so long (laughs) (laughs) It ruins quite a lot The quizzes And the suspense Callum wasn't happy there I'm on the back Where would we be without him though? That's the the question I have to be honest Higher ratings The one thing about Big Callum as well He always offers a lot of drinks Throughout the course of the afternoon Nothing It's been very quiet today isn't it? Well, he, you have well, to, to give him credit. Fair. He's working extremely hard. Yeah. yeah. However, he's a Chris, bit busier than normal. Is we Chris sleeping in the, the booth there? Uh, I don't like that wee boy in me. Do you know you say wee boy? Joe you know Chris is like he's, he's Chris is almost in his he's almost in his mid thirties, and you'd always is refer he? to him as a wee boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I tell you I what, he's so. aging. Last, he's, last oh, I checked, well, baby Chris is aging well. Right. He's, he's given us a signal there 32 it's At least I think it's 32 Or he's yeah. just not happy with you With the other hand <laughs> to, to be fair You know You've got to take your hat off To producer Callum He does Maybe gets an easy Saturday afternoon But he is working this afternoon Because He's having to be the middle man He's having to pull all the strings Press all the buttons Try and somehow make sense of what you lot are saying and pass it on to me mm. and vice versa. So and he's doing, this isn't easy doing all this. And he's doing a fantastic job of blocking the TV screen. So it's all working out for him today. <laughs> I do always keep an eye on Scottish players down south doing good things. Alan Campbell is absolutely flying at Luton at the moment. Yes. You Motherwell fans mm-hmm. and others will remember him. He's never a prolific goal scorer, but he's even getting amongst the goals recently. So Luton 2, West Brom 0. Alan Campbell scoring there on 83 minutes. So we getting an update from for Park soon. It's poised one all as we enter the business end of the game. Well inside the last 10 minutes now. Uh, the second half is not quite a stop start as the first. It was very uh, high tempered, wasn't it? That the first mm. half, lots of uh, handbags and so on and pushing and shoving, but nothing really in the second half. There's another Scott scoring down south, Barry Bannon. Uh, Doncaster 1, Sheffield Wednesday 3 Barry Bannon still doing good things there for Sheffield Wednesday we're already into the 4 minutes added on at McDermott Park, we're nowhere near that at Fir Park, so we're going to have a bit of a difference between the finishing times of the games today, so let's finish the second half teaser the second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online I've played alongside Canu, Lloyd Remy and Jamie Ness Why do you keep laughing? I'm trying to be serious here Full times are coming up I've been managed by Derek Adams and Shaw Avalardi I've played for 14 clubs so far <laughs> Including four in Scotland And lost my only cup final I played in Scotland Who am I? I am Nadir Chief G Nadir Chief G There we go Mark Wilson's old pal Gordon DL even got that one right Well done if you did get it Congratulations to you The following three are on the podium Token Jester is in third place Alan Lappin was a bit quicker in second But the winner and the gold medalist Is Caitlin Park Well done to you Caitlin You know you're Nadir Chief G And you have taken uh, the top prize There we go So well done We'll be back Next week wow. with another teaser. Someone taking a, a yeah. sore one, have they? What yeah. are you lot exhaling? I at? think it was one of the the motherboard boys. He's, he's bearing down to get a shot off, Gordon, and he hits it into the ground. And the Aberdeen defenders come out and gave him a, a full block. stud for block. And for me, that is a clear foul at the edge of the box. From next Walsh, Nick Walsh has just not seen this. These can be extremely sore because you're obviously putting everything through the shot. By the way, was there also a handball from Ross McCrory before that? Um, 
Yeah, there's I, a few claims, and then Nick Walsh gives a free kick the other way, doesn't he, to, to Aberdeen? Yeah, he does do. Yeah, at least if he maybe. Alex, you're right now. That's got to be a foul I, on Donna. Oh, unbelievable! It's incredible. I can't believe that the referee can't see that when you're just putting the, putting your foot through the ball, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, he's been blocked. What well, he's I'm obviously really missed one. I'm I'm questioning myself because I'm wondering either if I've dreamt this or if you lot have missed the handball from Ross McCrory before that. Uh, quite a few Motherwell players claimed for it. Did seem to to strike the arm. Maybe need to try and get a look back. Andrew McLean says a few Motherwell players did claim for that one. Full times are starting to go. Big win at Rugby Park. Kilmarnock mm. three, Wraith Rovers nil. Derek McInnes hasn't had it all his own way since moving to Ayrshire, but that is a very good win. You have to say uh, yeah. this afternoon at the top of that division. Back to back wins, Gordon. It's important because I think he had a couple of losses prior to that. So you know they're starting, level to get, both. starting to get. Um, you're absolutely right, does yeah. Yep, yeah, uh, but obviously both still get that game in hand, so that's got to be a very tight championship. Yeah, they trailed last week as well, Kilmarnock, didn't they? Came back to win against them, Fairland. So that's a yeah. big couple of weeks. Kyle Laffey is important, Gordon. I think he got both goals last week, scored the third one today in that run, and I think that's one of the things that Kilmarnock have actually managed to do. They've had to get someone of his calibre. He could be the difference. You were talking about goal scorers at that level, Dazzler, a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I think that is the difference. If you can get a, a guy that can score goals in the championship there, and especially Lafferty, he's an experienced player. He knows where the back end is, and he's producing the goods. I think that could be the difference. I agree. Full-time Cove Rangers, nil, uh, Cove Rangers 2, sorry, Falkirk nil. Kenny Miller won't be a happy man. Uh, Cove have won that one as they try and push towards that League One title. Uh, so the full-time whistles are starting to go, but we're miles behind, really, at Fir Park. Still got a good three or four minutes plus uh, additional time there. Um, so two minutes added on at Fraser's game, which is Hibbs. We're well into that now, so I'm sure we'll speak to him soon. We'll speak to Dave Galloway soon. Uh, and then David Friel and Andrew McLean can bring up the rear a bit later on. Uh, is full-time actually, first one that's gone in the top flight, McDermott Park, Dave Galloway, what a result that is. Absolutely, and you can hear from the, the noise round uh, McDermott Park, not always known as a, a cauldron of noise here, but it's certainly been noisy uh, this afternoon. The Saints fans have been superb, they've got right behind the team, you can hear them uh, singing uh, joyously in the background there. Uh, they've beaten Hearts by two goals to one, what a game. Great start to this one, St Johnson scored inside the first minute, Halberg's cross from the right swept home emphatically by Crawford Hearts roared straight back and were level after seven Mackay crashed one off the post with a curler from outside the box Atkinson was first to the rebound to score his first goal for the side with a shot from a tight angle Sims almost put the visitors ahead his effort from a few yards out hit the post then at the other end Davidson let fly from the edge of the D his low drive flashed just wide with Stewart Root to his spot that's how it was in an entertaining first half with both teams having a real go and it was more of the same after the interval for the host Halberg had his head in his hands after going close from 30 yards then Sims should have put the visitors 2-1 up but didn't connect properly from just outside the 6 yard box and he blasted over Saints regained the lead on 57 minutes a really good clever free kick from deep by Halberg and McCart's header found the net end-to-end stuff in the second half and it took a brilliant save from Paris to stop Suter's header at converting Kingsley's corner as Hart 
pressed and pressed for the equaliser. They went close again through another suitor header from another Kingsley corner. It hit the bar and Haring couldn't force the ball over the line. And Sims had another save uh, forced from Parrish with a really neat turn and shot. But Saints stood firm, kept their shape and looked pretty lively on the break. This could uh, turn out to be a really huge result for the Saints. It's finished. St Johnston 2, Hearts 1. Massive result for St Johnston and a big chance for Motherwell to win it. Connor Shields was played through in the box and he fires high and wide. The goal uh, was gaping for him and he gets it all wrong and it's still level there at Fir Park. I think we do have some other full-time whistles though. Let's go to Easter Road and speak to Fraser Wishart. You do. Hibernian 2, Ross County nil, and after a poor first half all the action came in the second two long-range goals by the unlikely source of Jake Doyle-Hazy's second. An absolute stunner worth watching television this weekend and they've given the home team a deserved three points. First half, un really forgettable. A few chances at either end. John White, the only real effort on goal, tried to lift the ball over the big tallkeeper, Macy, who saved easily. Hibs fans demanded better and they got it. Hibs starting very much on the front foot. Better tempo to the game. Ewan Henderson, after 50 minutes shot on the angle, was pushed over by Ross Laidlaw. And from the corner, ball headed clear, 25 yards out. Jake Doyle-Hayes hit a fierce shot, going towards the top corner, but Ross Laidlaw got his hands to it. And I think he'll feel rather than push it into the net. He should have saved it. A good reaction by Ross County for five minutes. Charles Cook responded, 25 yards shot, straight at Macy. Then Callan wasn't far away with a shot from a similar position. But after that, it was all Hibbs. Henderson, being Hibbs' best player, should have scored the 66 minutes of Jasper pass. He's through 1-1 and the goalkeeper is saved by the inside of Laidlaw's leg. And then from the corner, the big keeper pushed away a fierce Porteous header from close range. Henderson and Nisbet were taken off when 76 was right and Scott going on. Hibbs fans really not happy with particularly, I think, Henderson coming off. But the same fans were on their feet two minutes later and a brilliant goal for Hibernian. The ball headed clear again from a corner kick. It fell to Doyle Hayes. This time he chested the ball down and volleyed it right into the top or right-hand corner of the net. The keeper this time had absolutely no chance. Still time for Doyle to perhaps have scored a third. He brought out a good save low to his left from Laidlaw. Not a vintage performance but a much-needed victory, and that puts Hibs right into the mix in fourth place and ends their recent bad run. Full-time Easter Road to Burning 2, Ross County nil. Big win for Sean Maloney. It's also finished in Livingston. David Friel. Full-time Gordon Livingston won St Mirren 1. It was a decent end to a bad day for St Mirren as they fought back to claim a point. The Paisley side lost Jim Goodwin to Aberdeen this morning, but it showed great character to get a draw here. Greg Kilty grabbed the equaliser before Charles Dunn was sent off. But St Mirren stay unbeaten in 2022. St Mirren Jordan Jones had the first chance in seven minutes, but he could only hit the side netting from a tight angle. Levy then had a couple of chances. Alan Forrest fired wide, and the Io Obelay headed over just before the break. Levy started the second half on top. They were really on fire, and Joel Nubley missed a really good chance. But the opener arrived in 55 minutes when Nicky Devlin, as he did so often this afternoon, raced down the right to pick out Bruce Anderson. Shriker's shot hit the post, but then rebounded off Joe Shaughnessy as Anderson lay next to him and rolled into the net. Simon needed to respond and he finally got the equaliser in 78 minutes. The corner went all the way through to Greg Kilton. He managed to find the bottom corner from 15 yards. The celebrations were wild, as you can expect. Simon had to play the last seven minutes with 10 men after Dunn was shown a straight red card for catching Sebastian Soto as it went up for a high ball. Levy pushed and pushed and tried for some corners, but it, it didn't matter. Simon held on for a really, really valuable point. Full time, it's Tony Macaroni, Livingston 1, Simon 1. What a day it's been then, some big results, that middle section of the league is so, so tight and uh, it's not getting 
any easier to pull away. Everyone's just bunching up more and more, and it could all change again if we get a winner between Motherwell and Aberdeen. It's into injury time now. Yeah. We're waiting to see when that full-time whistle goes. But that Connor Shields chance, Alex, you just wonder if that was the one to, to win it that's gone a-begging. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Gordon. I actually was a, a, lot, a little bit more acute when they went out yeah. there than, than I first, I first uh, thought, you know, and he just doesn't get enough purchase coming back across goal and he slices it uh, over the bar. But I'm just looking at Van Veen there, Gordon, and he, he's found his cell on the floor and one of his teammates were trying to lift him up and he couldn't even use his right arm because of that uh, shoulder issue. And I worry that that might be some sort of issue going forward over the next couple of weeks because of no... Took him I'm, I've got to admit I'm surprised he's got through the 90 plus minutes Alec I really am uh, a bit of a gamble does because of the, the no, I, paid off. I think, he, I, think played it's worth, yeah, I think it's worth yeah, a gamble yeah I know that but once you get back in the game could you know freshen it up a little bit and give the guy a bit of a break mm. yeah well perhaps but I think he's he's a real focal point for, for Motherwell anyway and I think if he says he's okay to continue he contributes with a goal then you have to take his word for it but I think a draw in this game is, is the fairest result I think both teams have gave their all I think it's been entertaining but a draw is the right result I think really you're missing the point he just wants to know that he could bully Declan Gallagher <laughs> yeah. for that goal with, with, with one arm that's yeah. what he, with one working arm I think that's all he was in it for anyway it is full time at Fir Park it's been a decent game let's speak to Andrew McLean yeah, Motherwell won, Aberdeen won the full-time score here at Far Park. And it's a draw for Jim Goodwin just hours after being announced as Aberdeen's new boss. Not a classic in terms of actual footballing ability, but plenty of chances for both ends. And it was entertaining on a warm pitch here in Motherwell. Liam Kelly made early saves from Lewis Ferguson and Calvin Ramsey. While at the other end, Kevin Van Veen pressed Joe Lewis as he was trying to kick the ball out. His clearance hit the Motherwell striker and rebounded just wide. Aberdeen then had the ball in the back of the net through Christian Ramirez, but he was flagged for offside, but the opening goal did come 34 minutes in, and it was Vicente Visayan who got it. A good ball down the left channel for Adam Montgomery. He got in behind Bevis Mugabe. Montgomery then squared the ball to Vicente Visayan, and he turned it over the line from a few yards out for 1-0. Just before the break, though, it could have been level. Kevin Van Veen hit the post with a really good effort from a free kick. Chances dried up really in the second half, but it had been a pretty even game, and Motherwell got their equaliser to prove so. Willery got into the box, his effort was blocked. Van Veen did well to create a second opening. His effort was saved by Joe Lewis, but Mark O'Hara ran in to follow up and tap home for one all. Not many chances for a winner towards the end, but the best came when Connor Shields he was played into the box. Bit of a tight angle, but he did skew that one wide. A point apiece here, and it's probably what both teams deserve. The full-time score at Fir Park: Motherwell one, Aberdeen one. And now it's over to you, 01419511025 on the phones or Twitter at Clyde SSB. But the open line is here, so let's hear from you. Were your team involved this afternoon? If so, pick up the phone and let us know. St Mirren fans, life after Jim Goodwin, what do you make of his departure? Aberdeen fans, you've got your man and settled for a point at Fir Park. Big wins uh, for St Johnson and Hibbs as well. Now, I suspect it will be more than just today's football that's on your mind, Rangers fans. Maybe you've not come down off cloud nine yet after Thursday night and you want to share your thoughts on that game. Please do. Celtic fans, similarly, where did it go wrong on Thursday? And with a view to tomorrow, of course, busy, busy midweek of European football. 
how do you see the games against the Dundee sides going? Rangers fans, do you have to freshen up? Can guys like Ryan Jack go again? Does Aaron Ramsey maybe come in from the beginning? Ahmad Diallo, Celtic fans, a bit of criticism about the likes of uh, O'Reilly and Rogic playing together. Would you change the team? Does Giacomakis come in and lead the line tomorrow? All your thoughts on any of the above and anything else that we've missed, 0141 951 1025. The open line is next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. The floor is yours, so get in touch and let us know what's on your mind tonight. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, and Alex Ray are here, but they want to hear from you. Whether you're a fan of a team that played today and you want to share that immediate post-match reaction with us, then please do. Maybe you're a fan of Rangers and Celtic and you're either happy or frustrated, depending which one, following the events of Thursday evening. And with two big games tomorrow, let's hear from you as well. 0141 to set the scene from today. Full-time results Scottish Premiership, Hibs 2, Ross County 0, Livingston 1, St Mirren 1, Motherwell 1, Aberdeen 1 and St Johnston 2, Hearts 1. In the Championship, Hamilton Ackies 1, Morton 0, Inverness 1, Air United 2, Kilmarnock 3, Wraith Rovers 0 and Queen of the South 0 are both 0. Cove Rangers 2, Falkirk 0 in League 1, Dumbarton 1, Alloa 2, East Fife 1, Queen's Park 1, Montrose 1, Clyde 1 and Peterhead 0, Airdrieonians 1 in League 2, Annan 2, Edinburgh City 1, Cowdenbeath 2, Elgin City 0, Forfar Athletic 1, Kelty Hearts 0 and Stranraer 1, Stenhouse Muir one quickly finish with the English Premier League. West Ham one, Newcastle one, Arsenal two, Brentford one, Aston Villa nil, Watford one, Brighton nil, Burnley three, Crystal Palace nil, Chelsea one, Liverpool three, Norwich one, and Southampton two, Everton nil. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Good day of football so far, Mark Wilson. Yeah, it certainly was. And the the both sides who won Hibs and St Johnson uh, has a significant. Change on the table St Johnson off the bottom Leapfrog and Dundee Who play tomorrow And for Hibs You know Start the day in 7th And then jump up To 4th position A good day for Sean Maloney And a good day probably For Jim Goodwin You would have to say Into the dugout yesterday Gets a point Gets his Aberdeen career Off and running I think he'll be pleased with that Yeah I, I totally and agree Sorry Gordon I was just about to say I agree, I agree with everything Mark says there I think uh, you know You look at the St Johnson result That's a massive result Because obviously Hearts will go into that As big favourites Hibs, you know, a wee bit of speculation, you know, not the Hibs fans weren't particularly happy before the cup game last week, going another, uh, get a positive result today, so good stuff for them. Yeah, Gordon DL, and I suspect Thursday night was such a big night, we'll still hear a bit of that on the phone in as well, and then, like I said, you com- you combine the two because it feeds into tomorrow, and, and how do Celtic and Rangers respond? Uh, I think they'll respond positively, Gordon. Celtic play uh, Dundee, obviously Mark McGee going there for his first game. I think that's going to be a difficult one, especially after the disappointment of Thursday night. Now, as much as we can focus on Celtic, I thought the opposition were absolutely terrific. Really did. I thought they were first class the way they went about their business, and uh, I thought they deserved to take that three-one lead. Uh, on Rangers, the confidence that they will have after Thursday night in Germany will be incredible. So. Tannadice always a difficult place to go Sunday at 12 o'clock But I just think they've got enough there To go up there and get their three points as well 
Okay, 01419511025, pick up the phone, let's talk to the guys, whether it's today's football, tomorrow's football or Thursday's football, let's hear from you. Let's kick off with David, he's first through, a Rangers fan from Pollock Shields. What's on your mind tonight, David? Hi, Gordon, thanks, afternoon, guys. Uh, hope you're all safe and well. And uh, oh, I'm still buzzing after Thursday night. It's just an, an absolutely incredible night. <laughs> Um, I was a wee bit concerned before the kickoff, you know, with the lineup and that. I was kind of hoping that Hollander would have been fit enough to go in next to Goldson, just because as good as Bassi has done getting into the centre half position, there have been, you know, some issues there. Dingwall in particular, you know, some of the mistakes that were made. So I was a wee bit fearful getting up against the level that Dortmund did it, you know. Um, but oh my God, no, Bassi played out his skin. You know, he was an absolute rock in there. And for, for me, if it wasn't for Ryan Jack, he gets man of the match as far as I'm concerned. Um, that stability at the back, the, the aggressiveness, the with the, the energy, that they never gave the Dortmund players a minute's piece. Uh, kept them out to the point where they had to resort to shots from outside the box. I can't actually think of any kind of reasonable time in the game where they absolutely cut through us, get you know, doing the flanks, and I think it was only one time they got doing the flank and get maybe a ball across the box. I remember across the six yard box. I think that only happened maybe once, maybe twice maximum. So that defensive unit at the back was just so good uh, and composed as well. It was the composure of the team that really astonished me because there was no big you know hoofs at the park, you know desperation clearances or anything like that. They collected the ball in defence and then played it out into the midfield. And the, the, the positions taken up by, the, by all the players the whole time, the whole team was just constantly moving about the park. And then uh, every opportunity got forward. Kent was relentless. He was just, again, so many great performances on the night. I can't extol. Uh, I've run out of words now, you know, in terms <laughs> of how good they were, you know. Um, yeah, I um, mean, Alex, I think that's... You can understand David's joy at that. You were there, and yeah. it's interesting what he says about the. It's almost the comfortable nature of it. You, there are different ways to get impressive results. You know, maybe backs to the wall and nick something, but just overall, like there was a time when we were talking about Rangers looking for a fifth, which just straight, yeah. seemed like the strangest sentence ever. Um, but that's how comfortable it was at times, albeit four-two yes. isn't. You know, still in the balance to an extent. Yeah, listen, I think he makes a lot of good points, David. Just to, to clarify one thing, Hollander's not in the European squad, so he couldn't have played the other night, Gordon. So uh, clearly they had to go with Bassey. I watched Rangers play against Hearts a couple of weeks ago, Gordon, having seen them several times over the course of this season. And I think there was only one change for the Hearts team. And I think Balligan was in and, and then it might have been Bassey at left back. However, the it was the shape of the team. They had the back four. You had uh, Lundstrom and you had Ryan Jack sat in front. And then you have the, the guys in front of him. You have uh, Joe Rebo on the 10. You have um, Kent on the left-hand side. You have Alfredo Morelos on, on the right-hand side. And Arfield is almost like a false wide because he, he keeps coming in the park and causing problems, trying to get overloads. Uh, and then he also was tracking the boy, the Portuguese international back. So I think overall, that starting 10, 11, for me, if they can keep them fit and healthy going forward over the coming weeks, I think that will be pivotal where Rangers go in the title uh, race because they look really strong. They look imposing. You're getting the best out of uh, Lundstrom now as well. There was question marks throughout the course of the season. Ryan Jack, for me, coming back, having been out for a year, is an incredible story. I, I, I read a report about him as well where he was saying, I've worked extremely hard to get back to a level of fitness 
And you can clearly see that To go into that level of You know Competition And perform like the manner In which you did I can't, I can't disagree with you, you, you talking there about the Rangers side I thought they were set up brilliant A big mention must go to Lundstrom as well Because he comes in for a bit of criticism You know he, he seems to have this one good game Then he'll have a bad game and Rangers fans will be on his back But I think Ryan Jack in there helps him I thought, Do you think the systems helps him though? Yeah, I thought Ryan Jack the other night there And it was the same against Hearts One of their best performances yeah. Jack was in the middle of the park Dominating the middle of the part I thought he was brilliant Morelis up front He's back to his best He's scoring goals 10 he's, and 12 does Yeah um, You even seen the one that uh, I was at the own goal He's looking to even square that Morelis I think last year Is one of these strikers That just tried to put his foot through that Rather than give it to a teammate It was a terrific performance Alec And they've got to follow that up Next Thursday You guys are talking about the midfield You're right about Lundstrom And Jack only a couple of weeks ago Glenn Kamara was the The top man in that position mm-hmm. And um, He's a writer Speaks volumes for Lundstrom I thought Lundstrom When he came up He would stroll up Here I, I said when he signed that On the face it looks a good signing Physically very good But he's had a hard time He's been in and at the side But his performance the other night Alongside Jack Was tremendous Topped off with his goal And uh, They're going to need that level of performance Again Thursday It's not used to just doing it and a one-off They have to reproduce it It has to be tomorrow For me it's more important tomorrow Do you have to get Because it's no of point course. In having a performance like Thursday night And then not pitching up At Tannadice tomorrow Yeah I mean David It perhaps says something About the team effort That we've run through A few players now And no one's mentioned Ryan Kent Who was so impressive Going forward So creative So dangerous Just listening to what Alex says Does that become the challenge David For, for guys like Ryan Kent You've gone and dominated In in Borussia, uh, Borussia Dortmund make sure you do it at Tannadice as well and make sure that that's happening more often than not 100% absolutely um, You know, we know the level that these guys can get at. it's not the first time you know we've performed uh, brilliant in Europe and at home as well you know last season some terrific performances um, you know the, the great bounce back after the the the, the the old firm defeat to then go and absolutely destroy Hearts at Ibrox was terrific. But I, it's getting that consistency. You're absolutely right. It's, it's be, you know, they, there's nowhere for them to hide anymore. If you can go to the Westfalen Stadium against one of the best teams in Europe, perform the way you did, and take four goals back to Ibrox, that's incredible. And it's, it's, it's new a case. I think the one for me is uh, Glenn Kamara. Uh, interesting that uh, Mark was talking about him there because for me I, I think he'll start the more uh, I think they'll, they'll rest Ryan Jack uh, and, and at least have him on the bench maybe because he absolutely looked dead in his feet and why not you know at the end of the game on Thursday he, he left everything on the park Ryan Jack and you know it was an unbelievable performance I can't actually I, I never fully realised how much we were missing that guy uh, until Thursday night properly, and he is just—he is an oh—he's he's so class in that midfield. It's unbelievable how composed he is and, and, and how much talent he's actually got in there. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, Kamara's I mean, now got, uh, got something to think about, you know, because he's Lundstrom's on form, uh, Jack on form. You know, uh, you know, he's no longer uh, guaranteed to get a starting position, so he's really got to turn it on the more if he gets a start. Yeah, Alex, that's a fair point because Ryan Jack was magnificent the other night. I think everyone knows that. But the, the thing that makes it so impressive is the fact that he's been out for so long. So yeah. 
that doesn't disappear overnight. Do you then ask him to go to the well again? I mean, there would be a temptation to because of how good he was, but you're going to have to to manage the situation, surely. Yeah, I think uh, Giovanni's on record as saying that, Gordon, because of the time that he's been out. I actually thought David made a very valid point there that Carmara could, I said to Mark Wilson, I was remonstrating there that that may well be an option tomorrow. The, the issue is, because he's so influential And I know it's only a couple of games You don't want to get too carried away But he's had a big impact at Hearts And then obviously midweek the, the the issue would be was If he had a recurrence in any way Because of the you know, you're playing these games so soon And you have to manage that situation So again, I know Ryan Jack will probably want to play And again, you know, you look at the Celtic at this, the, the opening half of the season You know, there was guys going to the well time after time Because they didn't have too many replacements To go in the middle of the park and, you know, it'll be interesting to see who he goes with tomorrow because to leave Ryan Jack out would be a, you know, a big ask as well because of the performance, but we don't know what his actual physical state is at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, it does become... And we always try and stay away from clichés because it's the managers and the players, they can always rhyme off this nonsense about one game at a time and so on, and, and we don't need to do that. However... To, to dust off one the next game becomes the most important doesn't it Dortmund felt great but that tie's not over and if Rangers were to slip up tomorrow you can bet that the reaction on the open line would be a bit different from the one David's given us at the moment Yeah I, I certainly think it would uh, Gordon it's so important that you carry on that performance on Thursday night especially with the confidence I'm with Alec it'll be interesting to see what team the Rangers manager goes with tomorrow if he freshens it up with uh, some fresh legs in there because it was a big performance and it was a very it was a terrific performance Thursday and they've got to win it because you're looking at the later game Celtic at home to Dundee after a disappointment Thursday night from Celtic They'll be firing off, uh, really going at Dundee, and I think they'll win that comfortably. So you can't afford to drop. As much as that performance on Thursday was brilliant, you can't afford to drop behind in the league, and especially with Celtic uh, at home to Dundee. Yeah, Dundee United legend Mark Wilson, why not get your thoughts? I mean, <laughs> Rangers went there earlier in the season and lost, of course. You know, yeah. one of only a couple of, of venues that they've gone to and lost this season. Um, that doesn't mean it's not going to be tough for Dundee United this time. No, it will be tough, of course. Rangers are in a bit, bit of a different place, but just looking at the team that Rangers lined up with that day, Lundstrom was in the, the side that day, Kamara was in the side that day, uh, Aribo, Kent, uh, Morelos. So a, a lot of personnel will be pretty similar, um, but I think the Rangers players are, are certainly different. Lundstrom, we just chatted about him. I think, was that one of his first games for Rangers? Um, he's, he's certainly... I think he came off that day. Yeah, he got hooked that day. So he's certainly found his feet. So United... Bit hit and miss this season, but they've shown that they can certainly cause an upset. So, you know, I wouldn't take anything for granted. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, I'm certainly uh, sure that he'll he'll know what to expect up there. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game. <laughs> David, how do you feel the tie is set up for the second leg? Oh, it's, it's still, um, you know, this has been done by any stretch of the imagination, especially if uh, they get Haaland back fit, you know. Because um, that boy scores for fun at the highest level. Um, you know he's an absolute powerhouse up front. But uh, as been said before, and you know I've talked about it with my pals as well before Thursday night. They are they have got a bit of a glass shot at the back. You know they they can be got at again. Um, obviously we proved that on Thursday night. Um, I think it's just go with the same mentality, exactly the same. Be prepared for the first ten to fifteen minutes that they're going to come out all guns blazing because whoever scores the first goal. At Ibrox, uh, that's going to be the most crucial factor. If Rangers get it first, 
yeah, I would expect that Rangers will qualify. But if Dortmund get it first, it's game back on again. It's, it's, so it really is on a knife edge at this stage at half-time, you know? Yeah, it becomes a real juggling act, Alex, because I feel maybe a lot of Rangers fans, well, and, and outsiders, obviously thought that Dortmund was going to be a huge challenge and they would be up against it um, out there. And then you're looking at Dundee United as being the most important game. I wonder if you can now look at the fact that you've got a real chance of progression against Dortmund if you, if you are taking Ryan Jack for instance out the firing line tomorrow are you resting him for Dortmund because this is now a game that you, you, you really can can go at given the position you've got yourself in I think if uh, they were going to throw him back in Gordon it would, to be, it would most certainly be with his physical uh, state where he would be at and it would make sense if he doesn't feature tomorrow that he will, uh, he will play in midweek but I'd like to think that he may even get some minutes tomorrow. I think it's important to just keep continuing to mm. add the minutes to the game because, th- listen, the season's going to be finished in, what, 10 weeks or so? So, you know, time is running out. It's about getting the right balance to get this guy in, to get as much match time as possible, and that would allow him to... Listen, we think he's been done really well against Hearts, obviously, at midweek. And you're looking at where you can actually take him because he's a driving force, Gordon. You know, we often talk about leaders. He's a guy who just grabs a game with the scruff of the neck and he gets, the, the, the you know, uh, the team going forward. Aaron Ramsey to start a big game for the first time anyone not to say that Annan wasn't big no disrespect to the people of Annan um, what do you think Gordon? He's, he's got to start sometime um, look he's, he's starting to get minutes under his belt he's coming off the uh, he's coming off the bench he played against uh, Annan obviously um, he's a quality player so yeah he's got to there's no point bringing quality players in and just keeping them on the bench they've got to get them out there and get them playing because there's not a lot of the season left I know there's still some really important games but I, I, I would fancy maybe him to start tomorrow Managers have a different take in this sort of situation Some will play a, a winning team and, and keep it going if it's going well yeah. Or some will go up oh, just play my best players Whoever's available My best players Now if Aaron Ramsey is fit And he's had a few weeks now To get up to speed He's got to be up there with Rangers' best players, and I'm with Az. He's got to start. I, something. I think I'll go, I'll go down to. Uh, I'll be surprised uh, Ryan if he's Jack. No, I think if Ryan Jack is rested and you know he's he's just come back for injury, boy, he's been terrific. If they decide to rest him, I think it's an opportunity to put Ramsey in. I just said earlier on, I feel as if it's a it's a wee bit of a. a what did he get the other day? Four minutes. Then he had what sixty last week. Two fifteen minutes against the Edinburgh teams. I'm not sure that's enough minutes. If you're you weren't sure at the beginning. Yeah, and you also have to leave someone out, and they've, they've all done fairly well recently, so that's a different proposition. Anyway, thank you very much to David. It's 01419511025. What do you lot think out there? Today's football, tomorrow's football, Thursday's games, whatever you want to get in touch about, we are here for you, and we'll speak to you next. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Gordon DL are in the studio and there's still plenty of time to get your calls in. 01419511025 and we are on Twitter as well, at ClydeSSB. For Celtic tomorrow, Mark, we we spoke about Rangers there as well. Um, Very different in terms of the reaction you're looking for because Thursday night didn't go to plan. And um, uh, is this this the ideal type of fixture that... You would like to, to try and bounce back in? Um, well, without being disrespectful, it could hardly get simpler for Celtic. A home game against a, a side who have just changed their manager and their manager's going to be in the stand, then I suppose it is the ideal fixture. But like Celtic played Wraith Rovers last week. You think that's an easy 
game for them And Ange Postacoglu wasn't too pleased With the, the guys he put out in that first 45 So it just goes to show you His standards are incredibly high And it'll be no different tomorrow Well, especially tomorrow Try to bounce back from a disappointing result There's not been many this season For the Celtic fans to be truly disappointed in um, But Thursday night was So his team... It'll be interesting His selection Who he picks To lead the line um, You know If there's one or two changes In midfield It certainly will be An interesting one But the, the thing With Ange Postacoglu now He's got that many players To choose from he, He's got a good headache You'll have a look At Thursday night And realise that They were up against A right top side I was so surprised The way the team played I've got to admit They were very comfortable And they played Celtic At their own game But tomorrow's different They're at home uh, top of the league They played Dundee Dundee have lost In the region of 42 goals this season Celtic have scored About 57 So I, I, I think it'll be A comfortable afternoon For Celtic Yeah listen I don't think the, the game tomorrow Will be too many challenges Because of um, You know The personnel that Celtic Have at their disposal And uh, I was listening To some of the comments From Manj uh, When I got back home Yesterday And he was saying The difference between The two teams Was in both boxes uh, obviously, Ameda gets a lovely little glancing header, Yakimatis. But one of the one of the things that kind of bamboozles me is where is Kyogo? It's eight weeks down the line. You know, there's not really been an update. When are they expecting him back into the fold? Because he is the number one striker at Celtic. Gordon, though, mm. I wonder if it, there becomes a point you can't just keep sort of shrugging the shoulders and saying, "Oh, you know, Bodo were very good." Mm-hmm. I know why you're doing it. It's an it's an attempt to give them credit. Fine, mm-hmm. but. Bayer Leverkusen are good and Celtic gave them a bloody nose. Real Betis are good and Celtic beat them. Are Bodo better than them? You know, probably not. They, they, they are a good side. They did very well the other night, full of respect. And they, they, we all know about the Roma result. But if Celtic can't start winning games like that at home in Europe, then what, what is the level? What's, what's the realistic aim here? It was, it was on the night, Gordon. And as I say, you look at that Celtic team, they could go over there to Norway and get a real positive result. But I just look at the, you know, there's Celtic will not play the the style of football every single game and entertain the fans. They're going to have a dip somewhere along the line. This is they're just this is his first season and uh, at Celtic he's brought in new players and Alex Wright he didn't have his top striker on the pitch. You look at Jota for instance on Thursday was off it and that's a surprise because every game he's been terrific. I just think the league campaign tomorrow uh, against Dundee, I think they'll go the same attitude. I think they'll be, you know, from the first whistle at Dundee. And I think they'll have a comfortable afternoon. Yes, Thursday night was a bad one for them. They've got to be looking to do better. They've put their hands up for that and said, look, it wasn't good enough. But once again, on the night, I thought the opposition was... The biggest surprise for me about Thursday night and the team when it came out was Hitati. Wasn't in it And they went with Rogic and O'Reilly Now I think you get away with that Sort of thing uh, Tomorrow yeah, yeah I think no problem at all But when you're playing against Top European sides Who expose you With three passes And cut your midfield at them uh, You're in trouble And I thought With Hitati's industry And I'm getting back And plugging gaps mm-hmm. He would have been better served Being in there On Thursday night Easy saying now uh, Of course But I think you'll see that In the, the second leg Does he play tomorrow then If you're looking for obvious Wants to come in Does he come into the fold uh, I'm trying to think of any other Possibilities Would Jackie Marcus Maybe get the nod Ahead of Maeda Possibly Scales as well maybe Yeah Yeah maybe Greg Taylor had a particularly hard night as well Scales has done well But I think Jackie Marcus Might come in here I think Maeda done fine You know He, he got did, a good he goal gets, He got a good goal He gets a wee bit of stick Because he isn't Kyogo I think mm. um, 
I think Hattati's got to play I think, you're, I think you're spot on with the balance of the middle of the park He went with Rogic and O'Reilly too And he's at home He's a very attacking manager We know that He likes to entertain He likes to score goals I thought maybe looking back in hindsight It was probably like Mark uh, The wrong decision I think he should have went with one And played Hattati in there He will definitely start tomorrow for me they yeah, going to be fascinating Celtic fans Why not pick up the phone And let us know what is on your mind 01419511025 Let's go back to the phones just now And we will bring in Callum Who's an Aberdeen fan on the line How's it going Callum? What did you make of the game today? Hi there, good evening gents How are we all doing? Alright Callum How are you doing guys? Um, yeah, I've got two points to make Firstly it's on Aberdeen um, To be honest with you I think it's an absolute shambles Um Obviously, with Jim Goodwin coming in, Jim. Hello, guys. Yeah, we've got you on. You go, Callum. You're fine. Jim Goodwin. Hello. Yes, Jim Goodwin coming in this morning. Um, I just saw him. I think it's an absolute shambles um, of an appointment. Um, because seriously, we went more to Aberdeen last week. Um, they brought nothing to the nothing to the table. Motherwell uh, they beat them two one. And then this week again, um, they could easily get beat. Um, the likes of Declan Gallagher, Norris McCrory, um, good players. Um, Declan Gallagher's obviously a, a Scotland internationalist. But I just think they've got this whole persona. It's like a hard man attitude, and I'm more interested in winding up the Malo fans than actually going and playing a game of football for 90 minutes. Um, and it'd be really frustrating in a second, a second uh, time down at Park Park. Yeah, if you're not happy with the Jim Goodwin appointment, who would you have gone for? I would probably went for Mark McGee again. I know, obviously, I went to Dundee, but I went for Mark McGee. Well, that's not what I expected. Um, I don't Mark see that one. It. I think his time, Gordon. Sorry, I think his time had well and truly gone for for Aberdeen. And uh, I think the big surprise was that he found his way back to Dundee. So I'm not quite sure about the Mark McGee uh, shout there. Uh, listen, Jim Goodwin was said earlier on in the show. He's worked. He's, he's you know he's went part time. He's done relatively well with St Mirren. Uh, I, I said earlier on, you know, would that would would it overwhelm the Aberdeen supporters? Jim Goodwin getting up there, you know, you know the the glamorous one, but they need a steady uh, pair of hands at the moment. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'd listen. Maybe Callum has uh, just got a very unique sounds, sense of perspective, like or maybe airplane behind him or, was putting him off by the sounds. Or it. maybe Cal, maybe Callum's at the wind up. I don't know. I don't think it would have been such a popular uh, appointment. But yeah, maybe I, maybe I'm wrong. I love I love to be surprised. Hmm. No, no, it's certainly a strange one. Like Alex says. Jim Goodwin, a couple of weeks ago, you probably wouldn't have thought of him for the Aberdeen gig. You know, it was well, well, we spoke about it plenty of times about Stephen Glass was struggling, but Jim Goodwin's name never really popped into it because of what was happening at the minute. So he's got the job at a good time, but I like what Jim's done. As a young manager, he went in to a part time club and worked his way and actually achieved something. Got them promoted, kept Halo in the league, and then moved on to St Mirren. And his stock has gradually risen. And when a big job comes up, I think those sorts of managers should be looked at, you know, where they've got some experience. And Aberdeen have been brave and appointed them, a manager who's already in a role midway through a season. They obviously thought that Jim had enough knowledge of Aberdeen to come in and make a difference right away, rather than a Stephen Glass from America or somebody from a different country who would have to come in, get to know the players, you know, maybe sit this one out for part today as he was getting to know things and the shape. Jim Goodwin and Lee Sharp obviously know that. 
having faced him. So he's timed it perfectly, Mark. Let's let's be honest about Timing. it. He timed it absolutely perfectly because he was on that run six out of seven. I've got to be honest. I wish Jim all the best. Thanks, a terrific lad, great football man. I was very surprised at the appointment, and it seemed to be that Jim was the only manager in the frame. They made their mind up early. We want to get Jim Goodwin in. They went and fair dues to Aberdeen. They went and done that very, very quick. But you've got to give him time now. He's hardly had any time to work with his players. He's got to put his own ideas over there. Uh, So I wish him all the very, very best. I hope he's going to be successful at Aberdeen. But for Mark McGee to return to Pitoru, I think there'd have been um, low attendances there in his first game. But why, why are you surprised? I get what you're saying because St Mirren are, are better now than they were earlier on in the season. But as a guy whose career trajectory is just constantly on the up, we said earlier on the job he did at Alloa probably gets overlooked, goes to St Mirren, gives them a decent finish last season. So he's, you know, he's constantly on the up. Yeah, I, I just found that uh, the fact of, as I said earlier, Gordon, about timing. Um, <clears throat> he went through a time there, 11 games, didn't win. Um, he's not I don't think he's had St Mirren in the top six um, you know finished in the top six after a season I like Jim I, I, I think like Mark I like the fact that you're right his, his days at Allowell he, he cut his teeth there he, he, he worked a great job he had a terrific uh, record at Allowell he's went into St Mirren I'm just thinking that Jim Goodwin would be at St Mirren for an hour cut the season, if he keeps progressing, then the Aberdeen move would have came. But it's come for him very quickly, in my my opinion. But I wish him all the very, very best. I hope he's successful. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 like I say, I think Callum was maybe at the wind-up or something. I don't know. He's He's gone anyway. Uh, it was nice to speak to you, Callum. Uh, let's bring in Hugh, who's a Motherwell fan, on that game at Fir Park today, where Jim Goodwin made his uh, debut as Aberdeen boss. What did you make of it, Hugh? Well, my first point was what he talked about was Nick Walsh. To talk about his ball crashing, I would like to bring that up. It's a chance in the first half, I think it was Ramsey, he booked prior, a couple of minutes later, he had a pullback, and a deliberate pullback, he defeated him, and he set yellow card. Johnny Hayes, I hope he can hang his head in shame tonight. One for the challenge he's done. And whether he's agree with me, he's fairly injury, not to get a card to call for a stretcher, but he suddenly walks off the park, comes on and plays another 45 minutes in the centre. So, Aberdeen's tactics today were an absolute disgrace. Um, I mean, it's hard to... Look, it's Kevin difficult. Van Veen down and, and, and get, Kevin Van Veen was down and got treatment and, and he played on. You know, players go down and, and look injured and play on. To, to make the leap and say Johnny Hayes feigned injury, it's not one I'm comfortable with because I, I couldn't prove that um, one way or the other. Um, what did you think, Gordon? I, I, think, I think Johnny, on behalf of Johnny Hayes, I think the injury came at the right time for him because he obviously, it was at the end of the first half, Gordon, he had 15 minutes or 16 minutes to get assessed by the, the physios, the medical team, and they felt that he was okay to carry on. Yes, I thought Nick Walsh let a few tackles go today. Um, I don't think he did his greatest game, but uh, I think a point in each 1-1 one, one was a fair result. See, see on that instance, Gordon, that, that Hugh's talking about when Johnny Hayes came together with, with O'Hara, I didn't get the impression that there was anything too sinister about that that actual challenge. I thought it was a two or two guys going for an honest challenge. I thought Johnny Hayes, my instinct was he'd get his, le- his leg trapped underneath him and he looked to be in a little bit of discomfort. Now, walking off at half-time, we all said 
Doesn't he look as if he's going to make the second half Because he looked to be walking very gingerly We've even seen Jim Goodwin come over You mentioned mm-hmm. he kind of ruffled his hair uh, Just to see if he was okay But 15 minutes has allowed him yeah, to, 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 to recover uh, and get back out and play I didn't quite see him feigning injury to, uh, Not at all escape a No I don't think he's that sort of character It was just a committed tackle um, Hughes' line is a bit dodgy We'll try and sort that out I did say there was a claim for a handball on Ross McCrory But I don't think uh, you guys noticed it too much um, Well do you know I, I had a feeling this would happen with the Johnny Hayes And Mark O'Hara incident Because it looked at the time as if Jim Goodwin wasn't happy with it and the same challenge, apparently, Motherwell are not happy with it. Let's hear from assistant boss, because remember, Graham Alexander has a touchline ban. Uh, let's hear from Chris Lachetti talking about that tackle and the game itself. Pleased with the performance. Just need a, 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 more of a cutting edge with the chances that we had. We, we had you know, enough chances to win two or three games there. Um, but we're just looking for that little bit of clinic, clinical quality that's needed to, to put the ball in the back of the net. The second half, I thought we was the, the team on the front foot. Winning all the battles all over the pitch, um, and with the team that was the one that were creating chances, uh, and I thought it was only a matter of time before we got the equaliser, which we did. And then I thought it was the team on the front foot to go and get the three points. Great from Kevin. You know, he took a heavy knock in the first half. He was in a lot of pain during the game and at half time. You know, he had treatment, but he wanted to stay on the pitch and, and help the team. You know, we need him on the team. Uh, sorry, on the pitch uh, because he's he's a, he's, a, he's a top quality player. And you can see the lift that he gives the team and, and, and the whole stadium as well, to be fair. So, great every credit from, or to Kev, uh, for, for, for carrying on with, with the pain that he had. There was a tackle, Johnny Hayes, on Marco Hara. Yeah. What did you make of it? Uh, I thought it was reckless. Um, I didn't think it was dealt with as it should be. Um, but from, from where I was studying, it looked really reckless. And Marco Hara's got uh, a big gash on his knee and his shin from that tackle. It wasn't dealt with as as we thought it should be, but you know I know it's, a, it's it's always difficult for referees. You know sometimes they can they can miss things, and um, you know after and it's easy again for us to to look back and review things uh, on the laptop, which we have done, and you know we certainly thought that should have been dealt with better than what it did. Well, there we are, uh, Alex Ray. Both well, I haven't heard from Jim Goodwin yet, but at the time he seemed to be acting as if Johnny Hayes was the the one that was hard done by. And now we're hearing Marco Harris get a big cut in his leg and uh, Motherwell are not happy with Johnny yeah. Hayes. Gordon, it almost seemed to me as if Ahara was going to cross the pitch and Johnny Hayes was coming down the pitch and they were coming together. Uh, I didn't quite, as I said earlier on, I didn't quite see anyone going doing anything that was too excessive. I was two guys going for the ball, you know, fully committed uh, and there was obviously a coming together. That can quite happen, uh, easily happen time after time and that may well result, result in the odd little kind of Stud mark and if we had to moan going back in the day, the amount of stud marks you get, we still get them mm. at five sides of now, man. So I didn't quite see it as uh, Chris Lachetti seen that. Yeah, I, I tend to agree, Alec. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the tackle and think, you know, there's a sending off there. I, I, I think it was just we, we'd seem to get away from the fact that you're allowed to tackle in the modern day game, and I think it was just two guys committed going for a ball. Uh, Hugh, where does this leave? Motherwell, it's pretty hard to get a gauge on things in that middle section of the league, isn't it? I mean, Hibs won today, so they gain uh, on you. Livy and St Mirren were held. <laughs> How do you feel about top six? It, it could easily be fourth, it could easily be ninth at this stage, couldn't it? Well, I, as you say, obviously, it's like everybody's there amongst it. I, I, there's not a lot of points between it. Teams will drop points. Teams will gain points. Um, it, it is going to probably down for the next couple of games. It's going to be tight. That's why, obviously, Chris will get his light there. We had... The, how Jim Goodman could come out and say he thought... He, or the, the thing the guy says, who it was, he says that it was a fair result today. That wasn't a fair result today. You definitely weren't watching the same game as me. 
Um, Mullow totally dominated that game. Aberdeen sort of sat back most of the game and tried to hit us in the break. Uh, and just on the point about the tackle with the two players coming together, I don't have an issue with players coming together. When Johnny Hayes is on the ground and has a kick out at a player who's sitting next to him, after after they brought him down, that's a disgrace. That's directly 18 yards, 20 yards in front of me. I sat behind that goal and I was right in line with that. Um, but again, that's it done. All we can do is go into the next game, concentrate on that. But we need to be more clinical in front of goal. The amount of chances we created today was unbelievable. We've hit the post, loses put off saves, we've shot over the bar. So it's, it's down to ourselves to obviously correct that. And I'm sure we've all obviously corrected when it comes to the next game. Yeah, it was an interesting battle for sure at Fir Park. Thank you to Hugh, 01419511025. And we will take more of your calls next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon DL are here. Still time to get your calls in on 01419511025 and you can tweet us as well at ClydeSSB. So do get in touch uh, and let us know what is on your mind tonight. Uh, We've got two big games tomorrow, of course, so we're building up to them. Uh, looking forward to them, the two big Glasgow sides against the two Dundee sides as well. So we will uh, take a look forward as well between now and six o'clock. And we are here tomorrow, six-hour show for the guys mm. on a Sunday yes. afternoon. So very much yes. looking forward uh, to that one. Um, just quickly, it will go a bit unnoticed because um, there's lots of other talking points. Big, big win for St. Johnson at the bottom today. Massive, yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just saying the importance of that because of the the games are running out, Gordon, to get a, a a win against a team. A lot of people wouldn't have predicted. I know Daz did, but uh, for me that was a really big three points. Get some uh, leapfrog. I think they're the joint. No, I think they're above Dundee. Above Dundee. All right, okay. So they, they you know you look at yeah. that and you think to yourself that's a really good big win for them. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a terrific result. I really did. I think everybody really looked at Hearts going up there, cemented third place in the league. Big, big favourites to win that But just listen to Dave talk about the pitch You know, the conditions St Johnston got off to a terrific start Okay, they were pegged back But uh, that's a great three points you for Carl Davidson think it drags Ross County into the mix a little bit as well? Yeah, a few points Let's hear from Callum Davidson then I thought first 70 minutes I thought we were really good I thought we tried to play in, in difficult distance I thought our first goal was superb uh, I thought the attitude from the players I asked them a lot of times we've had a good 45 minutes and we asked them to complete it uh, and complete a 90 minutes uh, to give them that belief going forward. You know, it's all about looking forward and being positive and uh, today it's easy to be positive uh, with the players and with the supporters. Uh, it's great to get three points. I think at home we've obviously struggled a little bit with form and you know, I thought Belka uh, Harbour today was outstanding for the, the 70 minutes he played along with the rest of the players but I think just having that confidence and that belief in themselves uh, and I think you can see it coming back I've seen it uh, probably from after the Kelly game I saw a wee bit of Hearts game I played them first after the Kelly game you can see that belief come back into them and you know, we all we want to do is start climbing the league and putting teams under pressure you know it's a, it's a massive three points for us relevant to the season uh, but again we've got to keep pressing keep pushing forward uh, it's only three points let's get another three points and let's keep playing the league a happy man, as you might expect. Could that be the day Saints fans look back on as the day that kick-started their survival push? Well, we will find out in due course. Let's go back to the phones and bring in John, who's a Rangers fan in Bells Hill. With Thursday night in the the memory bank, John, and now looking forward to tomorrow, 
what are you expecting? Is the, the guys need a rest? Are you going with the same team? How important is tomorrow? Uh, it's very important. I think I really think uh, Celtic will be under a lot of pressure the more once you've got the three points in the bag. But I definitely think that uh, it's time to rest Ryan Jack just for um, we go back to Dortmund during the week. Um, get get Ramsey on and um, get some minutes on his legs. Do you know what I mean? It's time if he's been on all that money at Juve, he must be ready to play. Do you know what I mean? He can't just be sitting out there on hundreds of thousands of pounds a week and not be ready to play Dundee United. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the whole pressure side of it is interesting, Mark Wilson, because it's easy to say going to Tannadice is harder than hosting Dundee. I get that on on paper. If Rangers then go and do the business in the first game, then it totally flips that, doesn't it? Because you know they've ticked off that box that people were maybe looking at as a potential banana skin. Celtic, as good as they've been, they they didn't have it all their own way at home to Dundee United. It took them a while, uh, even though it was convincing in the end. Ange Postecoglou wasn't happy with the home game against Wraith Rovers. So if Rangers can go and get that marker down first... It, it, it probably does put a bit of pressure on Celtic later on Of course it does As soon as you get to this stage of the season And things are so tight There's pressure on every game Rangers players will feel the pressure Granted that game at Tannadice Knowing that nothing but a win will do And it's the same for the Celtic players I've said so many times in this show That we used to sit there when we were the later game And watch the earlier game And hope for a positive result but when it didn't turn out positive in your favour, you knew you had to go out there and start your warm-up and be professional and get the job done. And what pressure does funny things to you sometimes. The, the most mm-hmm. unlikely situations can arise. Um, so that's why for Ange Postecoglou to have such a big squad um, to utilise, he's got to get the mix right tomorrow. He's got to pick a team who can start the game quick or dynamic, who, who put in that work rate that he craved Against Wraith Rovers As well as the quality To get the job done And it's going to be The exact same For the remaining How many weeks we got 12, well, 12, 12 weeks 12 of the season fixes, yeah. It's going to be the exact same It's a fantastic thing To have With you as a player Pressure It's not worse going into games Not having anything Really to push you And drive you um, So the Celtic players And Rangers players Will, will relish the I challenge think, I, don't, I, th- I think both lineups Will be very interesting tomorrow Me personally um, I'm looking at Rangers team And everybody was fit I would go again You know I think they deserve that I know that they had a tough night On Thursday night in Germany Travelling and all that put into it. But they're bouncing with confidence I look at Celtic tomorrow As much as I do fancy Rangers To put that pressure on As Mark was saying I think they'll respond no problem to that Okay we can look back They weren't at their greatest Against Wraith Rover Still put four by them Dundee United still Still won that But I think he'll get the right balance tomorrow. I thought he got the wrong, the, the the balance wrong on Thursday night with O'Reilly and Tom Rogic, two terrific football players, left the midfield a bit exposed for me. Uh, but tomorrow, I think he'll be, you know, the guys like Jota and Abada and if it's Forrest, I think they'll be at it. You seriously think Rangers will name an unchanged team for tomorrow? If everybody was fit and fresh, yes, I I, I would go with it, Gorn. Yes. Why, why, be... why? Why not? Stream well because all we bang on about is the need for depth and having two players for every position. And you've got Glenn Kamara and Aaron Ramsey and Stephen Davis and Kamar Roof and Fashion Sakala who didn't even travel. And you need to go to you need to then host Dortmund again on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Where's the where's the balance between? Well, there's keep a... trying to keep. But is it not? Is it not? Does it not become reckless to, to almost to not give 
a bit of freshness well, to Well, I think, I think it depends on the players. I think um, he'll have a look at his squad today. Uh, there'll be a late training session. I just think that, um, you know, if you're on that crest of a wave in the confidence and going to Dortmund with your four, Dundee United as members still a difficult game. They lost up there. So, and they're going for league points to put pressure on Celtic. So I would, as much as it is a squad game, but if everybody was fit and up for it and feeling okay, I wouldn't be surprised. I do think that Ryan Jack may miss out because of what he's went through with the injury, just getting back. I think they may miss him out. But if Ryan Jack was up to speed and wanted to play, I would go again. I'm not exactly sure. Sorry, Gordon, I'm not exactly sure there'll be household. Remember, we've seen with Stephen Gerrard uh, in times gone by that we maybe change five or six. I don't quite see that tomorrow. I'll look at the, the performance levels on Thursday night. Mm. Most of the players will be confident through the roof. And that I would imagine the only one out of that Ryan squad. Jack. Yeah, Jacko, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you don't think someone like Kamal Roof or Fashion Sakala could come in and. I just freshen things up. They didn't even travel, did they? Yeah, possibly. Maybe on one, uh, maybe on the right hand side, Gordon, which gives you a, l- a little bit more of a threat for pace wise down the right hand side. But I would expect Kent, and I'd also expect Morelos because how do you leave Morelos out in the form he's on? Uh, going to be interesting. Anyway, let's hear a bit from the man of the moment. He's been in the headlines all day. It's Jim Goodwin. It's been a manic forty-eight hours. There's no doubt about it. Obviously, we're disappointed to have you know conceded the equaliser in the fashion that we did. It was a, a poor goal from our point of view. Done well to get our noses in front. Um, should have had a goal actually before we scored. You know, the, the Christian Ramirez one is definitely onside. You know, and that's another big decision that's went against Aberdeen in recent weeks because we, we had a similar one against St Johnston as well not so long ago. So all in all, I think I've got to be satisfied with the point, albeit not overly pleased because, um, you know, we expect, certainly Aberdeen, expect to, to win. The, the boys will never prepare for the game as badly as that uh, as long as I'm manager of the club you know but um, I had the option to go and sit in the stand beside the directors and somebody else could have took the team um, but no that was never in my that was never in my mind as, as long as we got the deal done quick enough last night and we could get everything registered with the SFA this morning in time for kickoff. then I was adamant that I was going to, to, to manage the team I think it was important that I was there alongside the players to make those key decisions um, as the game is going on and um, yeah, it's it's just not my makeup. I don't understand why other managers do it. Um, you know, wait till Monday. You know, I'm the manager today, so I'll be on the pitch today. I love that from Jim Goodwin. Did I hear him say that refereeing decisions have been going against Aberdeen? He's only in, he's only in the door <laughs> two minutes. He's yeah. he's got a list of yeah. refereeing decisions that have gone against Aberdeen in previous games. I love that. You've got to get up and running quickly. On a more serious note, what I think a lot of people would certainly love is that the commitment to it, Mark, that bit at the end about getting in and, and taking the job and, and yeah. being in the dugout quickly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Spot on with that. I think the Aberdeen fans listening to that tonight uh, will enjoy that. Shows what kind of character he is right away. And uh, he's got a big job in his hands, but I think it's the, the right type that Aberdeen need in the dugout at this minute. Okay, I think that's us. I think we'll have to leave it there. It's been a very quick show, Mm -hmm. albeit I've been in the house. So thank you, you three, for behaving yourselves, relatively speaking. A six-hour show tomorrow. In fact, just over that quarter to 12 tomorrow until six o'clock. Two big games uh, for Rangers up at Tannadice, then Celtic at home to Dundee. So lots to look forward to. Make sure you join us then. Thank you for your company this afternoon. And in the meantime, George Bowie's up next with the GBX. GBX.